The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, April 21st, and we are here trying to help you make very, very fine financial decisions. They don't have to be the best. I was thinking about this, that oftentimes the financial world would like you to believe that there is one optimal solution. There actually are many more than one. There are a lot of different ways for us to solve your various financial queries. And you may be surprised to learn that you've got control over a lot of this process. Maybe you forget that sometimes, but you really do. And you can choose one versus another. You might say, well, I hate my job. I want to actually get a job where I'm doing something different. And I say, oh, no problem. If you do that, you can't save as much money. And as a result, that might mean that you have to work longer. You might say to me, no sweat. As long as I'm doing the job I really want to do, I can make that work. So I think that sometimes when you think about your own financial life, you might feel a little bit like it's A or B. There can be many, many choices here. So if you want to know what the choices are for you, I encourage you to go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. And if you want to come on the air, that's great. You check the box. But if you don't, we do email episodes every time to time. This is one of those episodes. We're going to do some emails. Also, on the front door of our beautiful website, you can do a few things. You can do a few things for free and a few things that will cost, uh, I don't know, a couple bucks, 10s, 20s, 30s. We're not talking more than 100 For less than $100, you could, in fact... Subscribe to our new live service, Jill on Money Live. By doing so, you will have access to quarterly live webinars. And our first one was with IRA expert Ed Slot. Our next one is going to be with Dave Stahoviak, the most amazing small business slash management slash, what does it think of these other things? Just like leadership guru. Dave Stahoviak, and uh, his business is called Coaching for Leaders. It's great. He's going to be on in June. We're putting up extra content all the time. We have our lovely special Ed Slot 
charts, which I refer to constantly. I have to send a picture of me looking at these charts in the middle of doing these calls with you guys. It's very funny. Uh, So you can do that. Sign up for Jill on Money Live. And then with the rest of your C-note, you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset. And The Great Money Reset is doing just great. And I really wish that many, many, many more of you would buy it. And that way, George, the publisher, would be more satisfied. He doesn't seem to be... He seems okay. I would say uh, that George is giving me like a a grade of a B. And I'm not a B student. I'm at least a B plus student and sometimes an A minus. I was never A plus. Uh, So buy the book, The Great Money Reset. It's actually a really awesome book for anyone who is contemplating a change in their lives. And it gives you all the guardrails you need so you don't blow up your financial life in the process. But if you want for free, There's the podcasts here. We have another podcast. We have a radio show. We've got a blog. We've got videos and resources, all of that right there on the website. Okay, let's get to your emails. This is from Ella, who says, I discovered your show during COVID because I got to see Jill live on CBS Mornings, which I would never have seen while in the office. And now I am an addicted to all things Jill and Mark. I love you both. Oh, how nice. Okay. Let's start with what's most important. All of our estate documents are complete. Trust, will, power of attorney, everything. Fantastic. I like when they start with that, Mark. My husband and I are 40 years old. We make about $300,000 a year. Um, This is a recent significant increase to his salary. No children, only spoiled, rotten fur babies. Hmm, I resemble that. And we own our home outright. It's worth about six dollars to $650,000. Monthly expenses probably total about $3,000. But if you want to round up, because I know you like to, go ahead, say five grand. <laughs> we have 260000 in total 401k savings, and about $20,000 of that is Roth, the rest traditional. $15,000 in bank stock, another $10,000 in a Roth IRA, $1,500 in a brokerage account, $30,000 in emergency reserves, and we recently purchased a vehicle. It is our only debt, a $40,000 auto loan, five years at uh, 6%. My husband also qualifies for a pension. Oh boy. It's going to pay about $1,600 a month at age 65. He is now maxing out his Roth 401k annually. His company matches 50% up to 8%. Wow. That's a good match. My first question, my employer doesn't have a plan at all. So should I just max out an IRA? Okay. Well, first of all, I think the first answer to that is yes, we'd like you to maximize a IRA, presumably a Roth IRA, but I just want to look and see one quick thing, which is you said that that your income is $300,000, which does not mean, which means rather that you are precluded from doing a contributory Roth IRA for yourself. However, what you could do is a backdoor Roth. I'm just want to, um, it looks like you already have a Roth IRA and doesn't look like there's another IRA. So I'm going to assume that what we're talking about when you say, should you max out is that should you max out a backdoor Roth? Yes, you should. Oh, by the way, how, how is it you don't have any, um, retirement plan. That's kind of a drag. Okay. The question then becomes, should we account for social security as part of our income in retirement? As of now, at my husband's full retirement age, 
he would receive $4,400 a month. That's at age 67. And I would receive 2,200. Yes, you should absolutely make that part of your retirement planning. You always hear us talk about uh, social security. I don't know if you're asking that as a question with regard to, you know, will social security be there or not for you, but yes, you should include that. All right, here comes the fun part, Mark. Ella says, I stand to inherit a large sum of money from my family later down the road, probably 20 to 30 years from now, several million at a minimum, three to 5 million. We both love to work. I can't imagine us really retiring. The next question is, my husband says he would like to invest in rental property. Is that doable for us? We would obviously save up money for a 20% down payment. We wouldn't spend more than 225 to 250 on the property. I don't want to be glib, but you could kind of do anything in that range because you are going to inherit this money. And so if you're 100% sure, crystal clear that you're going to get this money, then yeah, you could do that. I don't see any problem with it. You know, you've got the pension, you've got social security coming and you've got an inheritance. So if that's something you really want to do, sure. Why not? I think you could do that. Of course, you may not like rental property once you actually see how onerous it can be, but do your homework. Do not actually spend more than the 20% down and um, have fun, I guess. It's weird. Like you just have all this money that's eventually coming. It's just not here yet. I, I just, when you think you're going to receive um, some sort of inheritance or lump sum in the future, I really want to make sure people understand that sometimes those dollars that you're counting on can vanish. The numbers are so big. I got to assume that they're sure about this. So I say, go ahead, do it. Good luck. This is from Anonymous who said, I found you on the Compound and Friends YouTube page and I've been devouring your videos ever since. That show was so much fun for me. It's called the Compound and Friends. These guys really felt like like my little brother. So uh, Josh Brown and Michael Batnick, they are, they're, you know, they're just fun guys and they were amazing and it was really, really Uh, It was just an absolute joy for me to be on the air with him. Okay, so that's that. So Anonymous is 46 and he's widowed. He's got no kids. And he's got a lump sum of $650,000. He says, I love the idea of dividend investing. And the goal is to retire at age 59, live on the income that the money can kick out. I am leaning towards investing this amount 100% in SC. HD. Shall we look that up for you? Let's. Okay. SCHD is the U is the Charles Schwab US Dividend Equity Exchange Traded Fund. Okay. So um then he basically says, you know, for for 25 years, he could essentially reinvest this and then he could milk the income, never touch the principal. All right. Here's the rest of the story from Anonymous. A $275,000 mortgage at 2.9% with a house that's worth $700,000. No other debt makes $140,000 a year. Okay. Uh, Roth IRA 120 will be maxing it out until age 59. Roth 401k is $40,000. And I also will max this out. That's a lot of money he's putting away, actually, when you think about it. From my math, I think at 59, I can pull from the Roth IRA take a healthy drawdown for five years until it's empty and then move to eating away my Roth 401k for another five years. At that point, the dividend investment uh, ETF 
should be creating large yearly amounts. I've used a few calculators and I think it could be $225 to $250,000 a year. It's bonkers to me. There's no way. I don't think this is, this is, um, this ETF has 103 dividend growth companies. Is it basically sufficient diversification? Is the plan solid? Am I foolish for throwing my eggs into one ETF basket? Thanks for all you do. Okay. So I don't think this math works as much as you do. 650, let's just think about this, Mark. He's 46. He has 650. Let's just do it at 60. Let's move him to 60, okay? So 14 years, 650 grand for 14 years, Mark. Tell me what that is at a, let's call it a 5% return. Let's, nice nice and boring, but let's do a 5% return and let's shoot low. So 650, 14 years, 5% return. What do I get in 14 years, Mark? About 1.3. Okay, so there's 1.3 million at that point. Let's say then that he's got 120, he's got 160 in Roth assets, 160 grand. And then he's putting in, let's say 30 a year. Let's just do 30. We won't even do the catch up. 30 a year for 14 years. All right. So what is his 160 plus 30 a year? It's about uh, about 900K. So now we've got his 1.3 plus 900,000. All right. Well, so, so far, so good. He doesn't, he doesn't really tell us what he needs to live on. does he? It's interesting. He makes 140 a year now. And he also hasn't told, well, I mean, he would also be entitled to social security at some point. So anonymous, think of it this way. You've got, and, and there's no, ta- I mean, the nice thing is on the 900, there's no tax that you have to pay. On the 1.3, there'll be some tax to pay along the way, but not tons. You know, it's, it's a brokerage account. You pay it along the way mostly. I don't love the game plan. Number one, I like having Roth assets longer. So I would probably be more inclined to tap the the brokerage account. But I think that when you're really looking forward, one of the things that's hard to imagine is, are you actually trying to empty the account or maintain the account? Because I think if you're looking at the money where you say, oh, you know, you're going to be able to pull out 200 grand a year, there's no way. There's just no way that works unless you're saying I can pull out that money for five or six or eight years. I, I don't really see that being the viable option. What I do wonder is this. So just consider that every million bucks you have, you can pull about 30 grand out if you wanted it to last for, you know, decades, two, three decades in the future. You know, could you pull more out and empty out that account? Yeah, but then you still have to live. And I don't think this plan works. Forgetting about the diversification issue, because if you can hang on and you really are completely risk tolerant and you just want to go 100% in a dividend growth stock environment, that's one thing. But the other part of it is that I don't think your money is going to last you as long as you think it is. And we are not really factoring in all the different pieces of this, which would include like, well, when do I get social security and how much money do I spend now? And how am I going to manage going forward if I run out of money at age 74? I don't think the ETF idea is a terrible one. I wouldn't mind if you had two or three ETFs and have a diversified portfolio. On the other hand, I think the the uh, the premise of you will be able to use $650,000 today and that would throw off $200,000 a year when you're 65, uh-uh, I'm not buying it. 
So I want you to get back in touch with us and I'd love for us to get some more information about what's going on for you. I really would. I think that would be great. Next is from Diane, who wants to know how to invest money from an estate. Hello, I'm 56 and I'm going to receive about seventy dollars to $80,000 from my father's estate. I'd like some options on how to invest this money. I have about $480,000 in retirement investments, $76,000 in whole life insurance. Hold, hold on a second. Thirty grand in cash. House is worth about one and a half million dollars. There is a refinanced mortgage of $150,000. Diane refinanced at 2.99%. So she's got, she's got a lot of house there, a lot of equity in the house. Social security at 67, three grand a month. I would like to manage the funds separately from my brokerage account through, say, Vanguard or Schwab. A friend recommended index funds. I'm unsure if that's the best option. I'm single, self-employed, with about $60,000 in a business account. Okay, so hold on a second. Uh, why do you have $76,000 in whole life insurance? That's uh, That sounds like some old life insurance. You may not even need that. I don't know. That that may be something worth considering in terms of accessing your money. Self-employed, you didn't say how much money you make, but you're asking if you were to continue, uh, what age would be appropriate for retirement? I don't know. You left out a few things for us. Diane, we'd like to know how much money you need in terms of how much money you are looking at spending on an annual basis. Uh, number two, what are you earning right now? Uh, what are you saving right now? Uh, you know, again, you have almost a half a million dollars in retirement. And I guess there's the question of this big, huge house because you've got a lot of equity. So in some respects, I could see us building you a plan where you say, oh, I'm going to sell this house and I can retire much sooner than I would expect. On the other hand, I could say, well, you want to stay in that house forever. The cost of it may not be too much because you've got that low mortgage, 850 bucks a month you could continue to just finance it and work hard. And maybe at age 67, you've got some money from your investments. You've got your um, your social security. All that being said, we just really need to understand how much money you think you need. That's the big question on the retirement. In terms of investing the money, you know, look, I I think that if you're looking at a 10-year time horizon or so, that maybe you look at a balanced investing um, platform where you might say in Vanguard or Schwab, half the money in a stock index fund, half the money in a bond index fund, and not move around too much. The one thing I know is that I don't want you necessarily investing with whoever sold you that whole life insurance product. And I'm not sure about the retirement investments. Are you managing that yourself or is that same person doing it? So I need a little more information. Hope you can help us out with that. Okay. Last one. This is from Lisa. Hi, Jill and Mark. I'm a regular listener and your constant checking on life insurance coverage just got me to take action just in time. About two months after I was approved for life insurance, at the age of 27, I was diagnosed with a rare medical condition. Oh my gosh, it is benign, but will require some serious treatment and surgery, 
which likely would have caused me to be rejected had I waited just a few more months. Luckily, while determining coverage, I decided to err on the side of caution and get more than I thought I would need right now, just in case anything like this happened. Hopefully this gives some of your listeners a kick in the butt. Wow. Lisa, thank you so much. Yeah. Sometimes it's really good just to get that life insurance taken care of when you're young and the cost is low. So, uh, take Lisa's advice and you too will be happy you did. I'm sorry that you had to find out that terrible thing. On the other hand, I'm glad you did find it out so that we could take care of it and you are covered. So, all right. Another fabulous show, Mark. I mean, it really is tremendous. And if you, like all of these people who are sending us emails, would like to join us, all you need to do is go to the website, jillonmoney.com. While you're there, click the contact us button. Now, if you do want to join us live, then you check the box at the end of that form. While you are on that front door of our website, you can buy the book, The Great Money Reset, and you can also subscribe to our new service, Jill on Money Live. Uh, I'm very excited because we're now batting around ideas about new content that lives behind the paywall. Of course, we have our first webinar with Ed Slot that's behind the paywall. We've got some of Ed Slot's famous forms that I always refer to while I'm on the show with you guys. And we're going to put more stuff up there. So check it out. Okay, it is Friday. So let's do some business. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Karen Cranick is our web queen. Mark Delerso is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple. It really does make a difference. And put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.